Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I have no more reason to stay I'm leaving Morning, grinders. Happy Sunday, fun day. Happy to be back with you guys. I'm Josh Sir Giant, as always, with my co-host Travis, Mr. Chalk Mangone. The weekend grind crew is in the building. We are here, ready to rock. How you doing today, Travis? How's everything over there, man? Good. Uh, just uh, you know, ready for a little four-game uh, uh, NBA slate here we got tonight. Uh, you know, it's a Sunday, so uh, not the biggest slate, but hey, uh, gonna get something on it, right? Got to at least play a little bit. Yeah, nice little short slate here, but it's good for a Sunday. Kind of reels back a little bit. Then get Earth back up for the week, and then it's All-Star break's coming, so make sure you get some action out there and enjoy it. Um, give us both a follow on Twitter. If you haven't already, you can follow me at RealJoshuaGiant. That's at RealJoshuaGiant. You can follow Travis at TravisMangone, at Travis, M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Uh, yeah, like you said, short slate today. There's an early slate, too. You can check out some of the content on the Roto Grinders main page, there'll be plenty of content for the early slate as well if you're playing that. But we'll just be covering the main slate, locking at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, as I was researching here, man, I'm eating these uh, cookie butter cookies from Trader Joe's. These things are insane, man. Have you tried these? No, I don't. We I don't have a Trader Joe's here, so I don't really go to there ever. Oh, everyone's been talking about this cookie butter stuff. So I, I grabbed a box of cookies tonight when I was over there getting groceries, and oh man. These are delicious. I feel like they're uh, they're fueling me here, man. Give me some nice motivation uh, as, as I research. But but yeah, uh, let's get into the slate here. Like I said, short four game slate. We've got some injury news that we're going to be waiting on that will certainly impact where we're going to be targeting. Also, only have some Vegas numbers for two of the four games. So uh, let's kick it off with Sacramento in Minnesota. Now two twelve is the over under. Minnesota is a huge. 13 point favorite here at home but you know usually I don't I don't target Sacramento guys Travis but in a situation like this there's a couple of guys really standing out to me one of those guys is De'Aaron Fox uh, with George Hill gone there's really literally no other point guards on the roster he has no one to compete with he's going to be getting the minutes he's going to be doing great I like his price on FanDuel a lot at 5400 since we have to roster two point guards makes it easier when you get some value like that. The guy's going to be locked in for 30-plus minutes. Like, it's absolutely happening. Plenty of usage there for him, too. So, De'Aaron Fox is going to be one of my top plays in the slate. 5,900 on DraftKings is a bit pricier over there, but gets a good matchup here against Minnesota. We know they struggle at defending opposing point guards. Uh, What's their exact number? 23rd in the league at defending opposing point guards. So, Good spot here for De'Aaron Fox. He's the guy who really jumps off the page for me here. And the other guy I'm really looking at on the Sacramento side is Justin Jackson, man. Um, this guy is super cheap, 3700 on FanDuel. You could get him on DraftKings, uh, I believe, for 3600 or so. Let's see. Uh, 3600 yeah. 
And he's also shooting guard and small forward eligible over there. So you could pretty much just jam him into a bunch of spots if you need to find some value. But yeah, if he's continued, you know, continues to play the minutes that he's playing, he's a first round pick. They're going to let him probably get some run because they really like to let the young guys play now in Sacramento. I think that he makes a fine value play on this slate, especially in tournaments. I think that he'll be under owned even on a four game slate. On shallow slates like this, we got to find guys to differentiate, right? So I think that Jackson. Um, is going to be a guy that could differentiate your lineups, Justin Jackson, for sure. I, I guess there's, there could be some something to be said about Willie Cully Stein here, but just uh, for me, there's other places I'm going to go. But So on the Sacramento side, for me, it's just going to be Darren Fox, for sure, and uh, some Justin Jackson, too. Uh, how about you, Travis? Yeah, I'll just keep it simple, like Darren Fox and Bajan Bogdanovich, and then that's kind of it, like just targeting uh, with George Hill being gone, targeting those guards and the value that's there. I get the Justin Jackson thing a little bit, and then like the front court, I don't know. It just They're not the sexiest plays, and they're kind of priced up, so uh, I don't know. I just think uh, for me it's just the backcourt is my main target. All right, yeah, so let's move to the Minnesota side now. Uh, on the Minnesota side, the interesting thing here to look at is Jimmy Butler for sure. <laughs> Butler's been absolutely smashing uh i believe he put up like 60 something points the other night right like yeah 63 DraftKings points he 9800 on DraftKings. he's still priced a bit reasonably over there but on Fanduel, you got to pay over 10k for him it's it's very uh interesting seeing him being uh you know like the third highest priced guy in the slate over this might be the first time we've seen him over 10k right this season have you seen him over 10k on Fanduel yet uh, he may have creeped past it once or twice, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is like one of his highest price points of the year, I would say. I just think it's an easy fade spot on him. I just think there's other guys we can play instead, right? Um, I'd rather play uh, James Harden, uh, you know, I'd rather find some money on him against uh, against the Mavericks, find money for maybe a Chris Paul, uh, Damian Lillard, like I'd rather find money for him. Like it's just there's other guys, Russell Westbrook, if he ends up playing. So there's just other routes I could spend up on, uh, even like a Carl Anthony Towns against Sacramento for cheaper. So the cup for me today and i think it's a fine fade spot uh, you know we had that big revenge game the last game uh thank you for that but uh, i'm gonna move on from jimmy butler i don't think i really need to be rostering him here on this slate yeah if we're playing anyone on the t-wolves it's got to be carl anthony towns right this is the, probably the best play on the minnesota side especially if you're gonna play a couple of sacramento guys if you want to run it back i think that carl anthony towns is, is a, a fine play here sacramento really not the best at defending opposing centers they really don't have a center on their roster that could Compete with Carl Anthony Towns. It's kind of unfortunate on the other side because we usually like to target the Minnesota front court, but like against them. But, uh, you know, Sacramento ranking 28th in the league at overall rebounding, 30th in the league at defending opposing three point shots. We know Towns likes to chuck those threes up every now and then. It just feels like a smash spot for Towns. And the last time he faced him, he did absolutely smash. He put up uh, 30 points, five assists, five blocks, 14 rebounds, and one steal in 34 minutes. So that added up to almost 70 fantasy points. Uh, last time he faced him, he's only 9K on DraftKings. So, I mean, you could really get him at a decent price tag here if you wanted to get him in there. And on FanDuel at 9,300, I think he's certainly in play there, too. He's one of my favorite centers on this little like four-game slate. I know he's just going to be super popular, you know, because he's the top top price center and everyone else below him is kind of, except for one other guy, is kind of uh, shaky to pick, like, you know, at best. So, uh, what do you think? Are you going to have some Carlton Towns? 
Yeah, I like Towns here in this spot. He's the guy in the Timberwolves I want to pay up for. And then, like, all the other guys, I think they're all, like, fine plays, right? You make an argument for Jeff Teague, Andrew Wiggins, Taj Gibson, right? Sure, they're, like, guys that can just, like, you know, your argument is, hey, they're playing the Kings, and they're a decent price, and they have some upsides. They can kind of fill out your roster if you want. But my main target is Carl Anthony Towns. He's the guy I just really want to load up on here in this spot on the Timberwolves. And that's kind of my main focus. Like, I don't love these Timberwolves, but I think, again, like I said, those are guys that you can kind of mix and match throughout your lineups if you're building multiple teams. Yeah, for sure. Uh, without a doubt. So, um, yeah, with that, I think, uh, is there anyone else you want to mention here? No, nah, that's about it. Again, the first game, not one of my favorite games. So uh, we'll get to some good ones, though, coming up. I think there's one one in particular that I'm going to be game stacking for sure. All right, let's move on to the next game. We've got uh, Memphis in Oklahoma City. We don't have a total yet, and the reason why, most likely, is we're waiting on the injury news on Westbrook and Kamala Anthony. Both missed shoot-around yesterday. So we're going to have to see uh, what their status is going into this game. Now, Travis, if Westbrook and Camelo sit in the situational usage, it brings Paul George 42.6% usage rate, 1.3 DraftKings points per minute, and uh, 1.25 FanDuel points per minute. And that's in a 295.2% minute sample size so that's uh you know nothing to sneeze at that's a good sample size there to look at 42.6 percent usage rate and you know almost like over one and a quarter fantasy points per minute like you have to get paul george in there right if this if this is what happens if both these guys sit um it's pretty much like raymond felton and paul george all day right yeah, I mean, this is pretty simple. Uh, it's just kind of like an if-then statement. You know, if, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook and Carl Anthony play, then we don't play Paul George. If they sit, then we play Paul George, right? Paul George is going to be one of my targets that I have interest in. Uh, and then also Raymond Felton, if Russell Westbrook sits. And Jeremy Grant, I think he's interesting too. Uh, Steven Adams, it's not the easiest matchup against a Marcus Saul, so... I think we pass on him. I understand he could obviously have upside and whatnot, but he kind of didn't, you know, go crazy against the Lakers. Uh, and I don't think Westbrook and Melo being out really benefit him a ton. I think he's actually helped by Russell Westbrook. So I'm going to pass on, uh, you know, Steven Adams here in this spot. Uh, it's mainly I'm hoping if Westbrook and Melo are out, then I can get some uh, Raymond Felton, uh, Paul George, and maybe some grand exposure. And then if Melo and like Westbrook play, I think I'll get exposure to uh, Westbrook and I'll pass on Georgia Price. Yeah, I mean, just talk about a bump in usage. 14.9% usage bump for Paul George and almost a quarter of a fantasy point per minute boost, which is huge. Jeremy Grant, you mentioned, 5% usage boost. That brings him up to 21.7% usage and almost a fantasy point per minute at 0.90. And uh, Raymond Felton, 4.5% usage boost, brings him up to 26.4% and 0.94 fantasy points per minute. So those are the three guys you want to target if these guys are out. If Mello and Westbrook sit, you want Paul George, Felton, and Jeremy Grant. Uh, my fear here, Travis, is like one's going to sit and one's going to play, and that kind of like just changes things. Like, so I, I hope that either they're both out or they both play. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I, I kind of hope it's like one or the uh, like not one or the other. I hope it's like a package deal. So uh, yeah, that's kind of the approach I'm taking with the uh, you know OKC side of the ball. If we talk about Memphis, uh, yeah, Memphis is just a team that I really don't uh, want to play a lot of. But with Tyreek Evans now back from the trade deadline, uh, you know, thing and just him sitting and now he didn't get traded, uh, he's gonna have a big usage rate. And I think he's someone that we can consider on this slate with all the injuries that are going on in the backcourt. I think Tyreek Evans is someone that's firmly in play. That'll also help Marcus all a little bit. But I don't really want to play Marcus all against Steven Adams, so uh, I don't think it's necessary to go with Gasol. If I play anyone on the on the Grizzlies, it's going to be Tyreek Evans, and that's kind of it. Uh, I don't think I need to mess with anyone else. If Andrew Harrison sits, then Chalmers becomes
comes in play because there's just have no other point guards. I know Tyreek Evans will run point guard too as well, but uh, that'll obviously help him out a little bit. But Tyreek Evans is my main target on the Grizzlies, and that's kind of it. Yeah, Tyreek's the guy I'm targeting too. He smashed in the last spot against OKC, by the way. Uh, 29 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 block. In 40 minutes, he played for. I don't think he's going to play 40 minutes in this game, but I think he'll play like 30, you know, in the mid, maybe low to mid 30s. So, Tyreek's the guy I want. 7,400 on DraftKings on FanDuel, 7,700. He's like pretty much locking into every FanDuel build that I make because, uh, you know, all that usage and chucking up shots, you know, in, in a fast paced uh, game environment. This is, this is what I want here. Shooting guard is like a wasteland on FanDuel on this slate. So, for me, uh, it just feels a lot easier just locking in Tyreek into one of those shooting guard spots here, and I feel comfortable doing that, you know, in, in this spot. So Tyreek's the guy I want. Uh, other than that, it just kind of gets sketchy, you know. Like like you said, it's really hard to, like, pinpoint this Memphis team. Like, part of me wanted to look at Jermichael Green because he's been doing pretty good, but I, I just don't want to play him against, you know, the OKC front court, right, because they're – Third best in the league at overall rebounding. They're you know top ten in the league at defending the glass. It's a really tough matchup. So for me, it's really just going to be Tyreek. I think and move on. Sounds good, Josh. You want to head over to the next game? All right, let's move on to the next game. We've got Dallas Mavericks in Houston against the Rockets. Two sixteen and a half is the game total. Houston is a huge fourteen point home favorite. So uh, Houston's supposed to come out and absolutely destroy in this one. It's kind of interesting. We've got Eric Gordon, you know, back from injury. His price tag is cheap. Harden and CP3 in full swing. Uh, but the one guy on the, on the Rocket side that I really want to target here is Clint Capella. Uh, other than Carl Anthony Towns, Capella's the other guy I really want exposure to. Dallas ranks dead last in the league at overall rebounding. They're terrible at defending the rim, terrible at uh, attacking the glass. And last time, the you know, the last two games that Capella played against Dallas this season, he's only averaged 26 and a half minutes, but he's averaging 35.4 fantasy points per game in, that, in those two games. So he's, he's, in a, he's in a good spot here. He's been playing pretty decent minutes, too. Like, he's, he's gone over that 30-minute mark a few games, but he's pushing around that 30-minute mark. I just expect him to go out there and just grab boards and double-double and do his job. So Capella is probably the guy on the Rockets that I really want to target. But uh, let, let me hear your take here, Travis, on the Rockets. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, this is the game I just want to stack. I honestly think I'm just going to do a game stack of this and just kind of call it a day. I know uh, we're a little worried, right? 14-point uh, you know, spread, that's a lot. I get the reason to be slightly concerned. Uh, I, I get it completely, but uh, this is definitely a game where I have a lot of interest. I just, uh, you know, it's the Rockets and the, the Mavs. They're able to keep up enough, I think, where uh, we can definitely uh, target them here. Uh, so, yeah, this is the game I'm stacking up. Like, I know you said, like, oh, you didn't like shooting guard, but hey, we can pay up for James Harden. You know, we're going to have salary to do that so uh give me james harden here he's a guy that i have a lot of interest in uh, someone that i'm definitely gonna be playing like the chris pauls like clint capella agree, agree with you on that love the matchup i like julius randall for the reasons for you know dallas just so bad in the front court so i definitely want to play me some uh you know clint capella too it's just like all these rockets i think are really in play now like uh so 216.5 team total on this slate like this is just one that i want to get exposure to so uh, I like it a lot. Uh, I think I'm just going to game stack this one, and that's going to kind of be how I do it. Uh, like Dennis Smith Jr. and J.J. Burrell, like they just fit this game environment so well. So I like them. I like Harrison Barnes, even Dirk Nowitzki, right? These fast-paced games, 
sure, like, you know, old man Dirk, it's like, can you imagine him, like, really running up and down the court here? Not exactly, but, like, you have to think, like, we want him in these fast-paced games because he only plays, like, that 25 minutes. So the more minutes, you know, those minutes are not the same as playing the same minutes against, like, the Memphis Grizzlies or the Sacramento Kings. So uh, there's more opportunities for him. So, like, I like all these guys. Like, I think the, on the Mavs, my main targets are, like, Dennis Smith Jr., Berea, Harrison Barnes, Dirk, and Wesley Matthews. I like mixing them throughout your lineups. And then, uh, you know, pay up for, like, a James Harden and maybe a Clint Capella or, like, a Chris Paul and a Clint Capella. I think that's a great way to go. And then mix some other guys throughout your lineups because I just like this game a lot. It's going to be the game that I load up on. And I uh, just hope it kind of uh, stays closer than expected. I know Dallas played uh, the Lakers. I know the second half of back-to-back, uh, but I, I don't know. i uh, just going to hope Dallas can keep this thing close. I know it's a tough task, but uh, I kind of like the idea of doing that. Yeah, I, I like that idea, too. I do hope they keep it close, too, because – there is a lot of places to look. I love Harden here, too. And I even want to sprinkle in some CP3. DraftKings at 8900 That just feels too cheap for CP3 over there. I feel like in this matchup, he should absolutely crush. You know, the problem is there's just so many guys that could crush in this matchup, right? So trying to figure out where it's going to go is the question. we got Harrison Barnes back in LTE. He draws an excellent matchup. Houston ranks 27th in the league at defending opposing small forwards. Ariza's probably not going to make his way back for this one. The problem is, I mean, they played each other twice so far this season. Harrison Barnes has played 32 minutes per game and only averaged about 22 fantasy points per game. So, you know, it, the trend says that Harrison Barnes is not going to crush in this spot, but I wouldn't I wouldn't mind taking a shot on him if I was going to run it back anywhere in Dallas. He's a guy that I want to look at. But Dennis Smith Jr., probably the guy that I want to get the most exposure to. On the Dallas side of the ball, he's, you know, getting consistent minutes, most minutes of any guy in the team uh, per game. And he just has a lot of upside. If he if he gets his shot falling, this kid can really crush. So uh, Dennis Smith Jr. is going to be a guy that I'll definitely have exposure to. Load up on the Dallas and the Rockets, and that's going to be the way I approach this slate. All right. So let's move on to the last game of the night. We've got the late game, the late night hammer here. Utah in Portland. No total yet. Guessing it's because of the Rubio news. Now, if Ricky Rubio is out, just give me all the Donovan Mitchell, right? Yeah, I mean, if if yeah, if Rubio's out, Donovan Mitchell is definitely going to be someone that we want to consider. Uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to watch for this news. I think this is another game. Like, if you told me like what's the other game you would stack, it's probably this one. Like, I feel like that Rockets, uh, you know, Dallas game is the game that like people stack and like uh, there's high ownership. And then uh, I think this is the game that's maybe the sneaky stack of them all. Like, I know it's only a four game slate, but uh, I kind of think like you know if Rubio sits, uh, you know, they just wait Derek Rose. You're not expecting him. Real new new. Raul Nuto, Neto, uh, however you say his name, uh, Raul Neto. There we go, Josh. I got it right this time. So he's a guy that's a good value play if uh, Rubio sits, right? Again, he's not like an amazing value play, but he's in play. He's going to be in the conversation. But uh, Donovan Mitchell is going to be a great play. Someone we're going to want to get exposure to for sure. Uh, even in Alec Burks, Burks can maybe do some stuff off the bench. So I would, uh, you know, have some considerations uh, looking at him. And, uh, you know, even like Derek Favors maybe gets a little bit of more, more usage bump. But, uh, you know, and like Rudy Gobert, uh, I don't know. I don't want to play him really here because I think it's better off with him being with uh, Rubio. That combination together is, uh, you know, deadly. And without Rubio, that would be uh, concerning. So uh, Rubio being out would definitely be something to watch and is going to be important on this slate. Uh, on the opposite side, though, I really like Damian Lillard. I think this is a great spot for him. It just stinks that he's coming off that. Uh, you know, big uh, game where he put up 50 fantasy points. So I, I typically, whenever a guy like that, like a very, 
you know, points dependent person like, like Lillard goes off for 50. I kind of want to stay away the next game. Uh, I know he's had big games in the past against Utah. So it, it kind of like makes sense to go back with him, but I don't know. I, I think I'm going to end up passing on it, but I do like him. Uh, CJ McCollum. I, I'm not the biggest fan of like, I just know Portland size just, uh, it's tough. I, I swear if Lillard didn't just go off, I'd want to be on it. That's kind of like the, uh, situation I'm having here. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Portland's a team that, uh, I don't really know if I'm going to get tons of exposure to. Like, I want to. Uh, you know, the Jazz are not as good defensively right now. They're, uh, you know, playing at a much faster pace. But uh, I don't know. I kind of want to, uh, you know, I kind of want to attack some of these Portland guys, but I just can't figure out where. Do you have any idea? Where I, where I should look on Portland? Yeah. I'm just going to go back to the Damian Lillard well. You know, the only thing that's going to happen is, is, you know, it's a four-game slate, so his ownership's going to get bloated by game lock chasers, right? So... Like recency bias goes both ways, so people are going to see that sixty nine burger or whatever you put up, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I want him," uh, not realizing that he actually is a really good play in this matchup. I just, you know, we have to look at the point guards on the slate, Trav, especially on a site like FanDuel. If Westbrook's out, who else here really has the upside that Lillard has in the point guard pool? Oh, I mean, Chris Paul has that upside. I mean, there's there's guys that have that upside. Chris Paul, uh, okay, sure. outside of Chris Paul. Who has seventy point fantasy upside here? In this I game. mean, if Russell Westbrook plays, he does. Like I said, for outside sure. of I Westbrook. It, I said outside of Westbrook. Uh, outside, on the entire slate. Is so that West, we're okay. So hypothetically, Westbrook's out tomorrow. Who else could put up seventy fantasy points besides Lillard and CP3? On the slate or at point guard? On the slate at point guard. So at um, at point guard. Um. Yeah, I mean it's those two, but uh, I don't know. I'm gonna let all the uh, I'll let everyone else gravitate towards Lillard while I go over to Paul, I guess. But I, I don't know. There you go. That's your answer, have, right? Isn't that? Both your are answer? gonna have both are gonna have probably have ownership. I mean, it's a four game slate. I, it's one of those things where I don't think on a four game slate you can be like, oh, let's take Paul because he has lower ownership than Lillard. Because I think uh, the ownerships are gonna be. Uh, like close enough where it doesn't matter. And instead of worrying about that while you're building your teams and tournaments, I think you're really, uh, you know, building your team. And then you're saying, okay, like, uh, you know, you're looking around like a guy that you brought up earlier, which again, I, you know, he's not the greatest play on the slate, but uh, a Justin Jackson, people that, you know, a guy that no one will own, right. You're just kind of looking for that low one play that you can really get behind. Uh, so I'm not really going to be like, Oh, you know, uh, this guy's going to be lower. Like, you know, Paul's going to be lower on than Lillard by, you know, one's going to be 50%, say one's like 35%. Uh, that's not that big of a difference to me, in my opinion. And I'm just going to look, you know, play the guys I like and then just kind of try and find some low on guys to put in there. Maybe build a contrarian, right? Uh, a contrarian way to build would be to play JJ Barea and Dennis Smith Jr. together. Again, I don't know if I'm definitely going to do that, but uh, who's going to play both of them together? People might not do that. So uh, I think there's routes to be contrarian. And uh, I don't know. I don't, you know, doing the whole ownership battle between Paul and Lillard is probably not going to be the way that I kind of approach building my lineups. Okay, it's understandable. Um, yeah, I, I just I I'm just gonna get some little bit of exposure for sure. Uh, pairing him with Fox feels really nice on Vanduul when I'm doing my uh, first few builds here, roster construction wise. It just feels really comfortable. Uh, I'm just not really interested in in McCollum. I know that he's cheaper now, like seven K on Vanduul and sixty seven on DraftKings feels cheap. I would knock him for playing him, but. My shooting guard position on FanDuel, like I really just feel like double downing on like uh, you know Tyreek and Donovan Mitchell. I do want to get some Harden exposure too, and I'll just try to find a way to do it. Now, if Rubio plays, it changes a lot here, like construction wise, right? So that's really what you have to keep your your eyes on. 
but yeah, it'll definitely be important. And like, I don't know if I'd want to play Rubio if he's playing through uh, the hip as well. Like, I know he, uh, you know, was crushing earlier, but I think we can jump off of Rubio even if he's like they say he's healthy to play. I'd be slightly concerned. I still think you could even buy in Mitchell at the price. Let's talk about uh, Jay Crowder because he just went from Cleveland to Utah. He's probably going to be the sixth man off the bench for Utah. He'll probably get you know a nice allotment of minutes over twenty minutes or so, and he's super cheap across the industry. He's thirty seven hundred on uh, on Fanduel and uh, on DraftKings. I believe he's under. I believe he's under the four K mark. No, he's exactly four K on, on DraftKings. Like him a lot on Fanduel though, thirty seven hundred. What do you think about him? You know, on power forward, which is kind of a wasteland on the slate. Yeah, I mean, I'm not someone that normally, like, jumps on guys before the trade, like a Jay Crowder. Like, I want to know, like, what's basically, like, I want to know beforehand, like, kind of what's going to happen. If you like taking a chance on it, though, and you think you have a good read on it, sure. But I'm someone that, like, kind of, like, searches Twitter like crazy and tries to find out, like, what Quinn Snyder is saying is going to be Jay Crowder's role before that. And uh, don't know much about that right now. Maybe we'll find out some stuff, like, you know, leading up to the slate, like, leading up to the game happening, what his, uh, you know, role will be. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't take that chance until I actually, like, know. So that's just kind of how I approach it. Uh, this thing's after the trade deadline, and maybe I miss out on some things, but I also don't make, uh, I feel like I don't like, you know, make mistakes too, as well with that. And then, you know, I'm a more of a cash game player, Josh, so I'm going to play it safe for per usual. I mean, I just don't see who would really snatch up those minutes behind favors. Like Royce O'Neill is not really a threat, you know, to Jay Crowder. Um, Joe Ingles isn't going to really, you know, cut into i mean they could definitely they could definitely put uh you know they could definitely run angles over at the four if they wanted but the thing is who would they slide over at the three right do they slide in alec burks uh uh i mean there's no there's no thabocephalosia to slide over now uh does jonas jarebko get some run i mean jarebko was playing 22 minutes in charlotte last game so uh, again i may, i think that was just maybe for the meantime for jay crowder but i, I don't know uh it's definitely something to like look out for and see kind of what quinn snyder does but i think you're right like jay crowder is gonna get integrated into this offense at some point but it's just a matter of uh how many minutes to kind of start everything out i think he'll give you back five six x on Fanduel, even in this first game in this role i don't know man like you would have said that at the start of the year when he was this price, right? Like I feel like everyone no, thought no, that. I wouldn't have because they don't need to rely. Uh, on him. The Cavs didn't need know, him to man. score, Travis. He didn't. They, they had so many scorers on that team. Like he did, was not there to score. He was there to play defense. Utah, on the other hand, doesn't really have a lot of guys that can score here on this team. He's gonna be asked. Uh, to I mean, shoot. Donovan Mitchell, he can score. I don't okay. know. I don't. We'll okay, see. but if we'll Crowder see, is playing but... with the second unit, he's not gonna be really, you know, worried about that. Mitchell comes off the court. Crowder's in the, with the second unit. Who on that second unit is gonna be scoring? Uh, I don't know, but I, I'll just I, <laughs> who on the second unit was scoring for the Cavs anyway. I mean, Jay Crowder was getting time with that terrible second unit, and he wasn't doing much. So I, again, I think that Brad Stevens is just a wizard and the MVP of the Celtics, and like just made these guys look like absolute like you know like like ra- you know like the rags of riches exp- uh, expression. He turned them from rags of riches. Like I don't know if Jay Crowder's as good as I uh, thought in the past. I think Brad Stevens uh, put some like you know magic dust on him and made him look a lot better than he was. But again, we'll see. Right, he's super cheap, but uh, I don't know if people are expecting the Jay Crowder from Boston to just show up in Utah. I think they're wrong. All right. Well, any interesting Gobert or Nurkic here? Uh, yeah, no, not really. And, and those big men, I think if, uh, you know, I had to play another big man, right? Like those guys are kind of expensive and I can just go with, uh, you know, I can go with Clint Capella, who I like more, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, I'd even probably like Willie Coley Stein a little bit more. So yeah, I don't think I really need to be, uh, messing around with those guys on this slate. Any of the small forward, uh, action from Portland, Harkless or Turner? 
Uh, no, no, those are guys I don't really like rostering a ton, Josh. So, uh, yeah, I feel like we're really, really dumpster diving here for these guys. I get it, right? Mo Harkless minutes have been up 31 minutes, 23 minutes, 31 and 25. Uh, he's got a wide range of outcomes. Uh, you know, one game he had 12, the next he had 31, right? It's just all over the place. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think I need to be messing around with those guys uh, on this type of slate. I think I can find uh, better plays instead. It's just a four game slate, you know, so. That's yeah, right. no, I know, I know. I it's just I, I I still don't even dumpster dive for these guys. I try and just try and like play like you know the solid good plays. Like even sometimes going with a balance build can make sense. But again, you want to jam in those studs too on these smaller slates. That's obviously uh, very important to get those raw points right. Like when Russell Westbrook's on like a small slate, I feel like I always play him because I feel like he's going to be on it. So uh, that news again is going to be very important because Russell Russell Westbrook is uh, you know he's a, he's a fantasy monster. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to mention before we close it out? No, I think that's it, Josh. You want to head over and do our uh, lock and load segment and kind of uh, talk about sleep. Yep. Lock and load section here. This is uh, our lock and load segment brought to you by the lineup HQ tool at rotogrinders.com. You could go ahead and build your lineups, generate as many lineups as you want. And while you're doing that, you have to make some modifications. So you click the lock button, gives you 100% exposure in all your lineups to that certain player. Travis and I will talk about who we're going to lock and load on this slate. For me, uh, I got one in the chamber ready to go. You want me to go first? Yeah, you start us off, Josh. Who's your lock and load play? All right. My lock and load play of this slate is going to be De'Aaron Fox. There's just no other point guards in Sacramento. He has to be out there. Draws a great matchup, as I mentioned. Minnesota, uh, you know, bottom ranked in the league, defending opposing point guards. De'Aaron Fox, young kid who wants to go out there and kind of you know get into his own here and get into his rhythm. They're going to encourage him to shoot early and often. They're going to encourage him to work on his skills, sharpen his sword. I think this is a great match for him, and I think that I think that he comes out and, and gives us great value on this price tag, especially on FanDuel at 5,400. Like I said, 59 DraftKings still great to me. So. Locking De'Aaron Fox. There's just no one else in Sacramento to play his position. So he's going to get a ton, a ton of minutes. And when he's not on the court, they're going to be wishing he was back out there and getting him out there quick. So De'Aaron Fox is the guy for me. What about you, Travis? You got one ready to go? Yeah. Uh, give me Donovan Mitchell, man. Uh, I'm just going to project that Rubio's out and uh, kind of ride with him. I just think it's a really good spot for him. I mean, this guy sees a massive usage, uh, you know, puts up a ton of shots. So, uh, yeah, give me Donovan Mitchell. I'll, I'll ride that train right now while the price is cheap and kind of, uh, you know, hope it, uh, hope it sends me to victory. Yeah, with that, we're going to close out the show. We won't be back next weekend, guys, because it's the all-star break for NBA. And I know it's always so upsetting because we want to keep our daily routine going. But it's always good to get a break. And what I suggest you do is take that time to head over to the Roto Academy at Roto Grinders. Check out some of the lessons there. Sharpen your sword. Sharpen your skills. Always good to brush up. I've been playing DFS for a little bit less than a decade now. So for a long time, I've been playing. And I still go over that Roto Academy. Still check out the courses. Still sharpen up my skills. You could always get better. And you should always try to continue to sharpen those skills here for Daily Fantasy Sports. But if you uh, want to get in contact with Travis or, or, or myself during the All-Star break, if you have any questions, you want to talk, and I'll just talk DFS and talk about maybe uh, what courses you go look at to improve your game, go ahead and do that. You can follow me at Real Joshua Giant. That's at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mangone, at Travis M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Look forward to talking with you guys and... Uh, We'll see you not next weekend, but the weekend after. We'll be back with the weekend grind, so not too far away. Enjoy your Sunday fun day. See you soon, guys. Peace out, grinders.
forever. And I never went on with living. find the right gifts for dad this father's day we do it right too with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn now get a charbroil four burner advantage series gas grill for just 169 dollars, and pick up your choice of craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only 99 dollars each make this father's day his best one yet and do it right for less start with lowe's charbroil offer valid through 612 craftsman offer valid through 619 us only and now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.